back. It's Dealers of the Podcast. Hi, Allison. Hi, Michael. I'm How Michael. are you? Good. <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm like legitimately smiling right now because I'm so happy to be back. What drugs are you on, first of all? And can you FedEx them to me? Yes, I'm on Ativan. I'm on <laughs> Adderall. <laughs> drone it. Drone it to me right now. I'll wait. I'll sit outside my window. You think that drone's going to pass over the border? I'll put a little sign on it that says, I am not a drone delivering drugs. Oh, it yeah. Should be that, fine. That'll pass. Yeah, that, mm-hmm. that'll pass. So we are back from a three-week break. Uh, mm-hmm. Before we went on, when, you know, when we said we were going to go on break, we talked about how we were thinking about retooling the show, you know, just a nip and tuck here and just, there. Just some light refreshing. We're still going to be ourselves just a little bit, a little bit more youthful. <laughs> Not youthful. It sounds like we're turning into like no. a TikTok. No, as, as Olivia Munn says, you know, when, when, um, when like she talked about like how she doesn't have wrinkles, you know, how mm-hmm. she stays youthful. She ate Japanese sweet potatoes. That's the secret. Mm-hmm. So that's what that's what we were going to do. You know, just we're eat on- some Japanese sweet potatoes. Feed the podcast some Japanese sweet potatoes. Yeah, and the podcast looked at us being like, "Oh yeah, you think that's gonna work?" Yeah, no, you're gonna need the hard shit. So yeah, <laughs> so yeah, we just it's not a lot of changes. We just we just you know it felt a little rigid before, mm-hmm. so it's we're trying to loosen it up, like my butthole. Not that, not that loose. <laughs> All of a sudden, the listeners are like, oh no, oh, no. <laughs> where's the podcast going? <laughs> um, but we want to thank everybody who sent in suggestions because we asked for suggestions on how what changes we can make. So thank you. Even the mean ones, thank you for that. The, the, the ones that are like, here's a suggestion, cancel it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're like, thank you so much. Thank you for writing in. <laughs> Taking the time. Okay, so let's get started with uh, the MTV VMA Awards, which aired this past weekend. Allison, did you watch? Okay, so I've mentioned this before in the podcast, and I know that it makes me sound like capital B broke, but I don't have cable television, so all of my watching, and I'm using air quotes right now, is... Oh, yeah, I forgot. I watch on Twitter. And so like anytime okay. somebody uploads like a fan cam kind of thing, I watch that. Okay. And so I'm yeah. I'm on Twitter for like three hours just watching stuff. But okay. so I didn't technically watch it. Did you and watch it? I well, I have MTV. Lucky. But MTV hates the West Coast. It doesn't air live here. And I hate that. Like That's it annoying. they pre-tape it. Like so and I don't I don't want that to be the last thing I watch before I go to bed. It'll give me nightmares. So I, you know, I don't, I use a link. Next time I'm going to send you a link. Okay, like, I'll try. Like, you know, like a, you know, it's, but the links are always so janky. <laughs> like, it's <laughs> oh. so blurry. That It's so blurry. The the uh, words don't match up. <laughs> I know. Someone, a couple times people have sent me links on Twitter, like being like, hey, next time you need to watch the Emmys, try this link. And it's like a couple of the times I know what you're talking about where I'm like, thank you so much for sending that. But I am so afraid for my computer's health for clicking on that link. It it tells you you need to download this. It sends you there. It sends you to porn sites with all these viruses, whatever. I, you know, I like to live on the edge. So 
I do it, but it's like so busted. But anyways, it made the show more interesting. So it's MTV's 40th anniversary. Yes. Um, we, I am ancient. And so Madonna, who was MTV for a while, like she yeah. was MTV. She opened the show and she showed her ass quite literally. Did, she like yeah. came out. I don't know what she said. Like, she, hello, welcome well, to the MTV Awards. Yeah, like, she was, like, she had this, like, little preamble that was, like, you know, it, it boiled down to was, like, everyone thought MTV was going to be a fad, and it wasn't, and it's 40 years later, and we're we're still here, baby. And then that was it. Like, she was just, like... Did she say baby? I wish. That would have that would have been... I would have downloaded that as my ringtone for my Well, no, Madonna, Madonna's trying to get in with the youth now, so she would have been, like, we're here, sis. <laughs> I'm the main character. I understood the assignment. She's like, don't let this, don't let this your ceremony flop, sis. Okay, so she, she did, you know, she said whatever, and then she turned around and she was wearing like this S and M leotard thing, you know, nothing new. It's kind of like mm-hmm. what she wears now. It's like a leather or latex leotard thing. She turns around and her ass is hanging out, and. Mm-hmm. It was so round. Well, she obviously has like a, um, like, God, what is that shit called? Brazilian oh, butt lift uh, or like le- implants or something, right? Like, allegedly, maybe she's gotten a BBL, but. Allegedly, she, Allegedly, listen, if she that did. That ass is no alleged. <laughs> Perhaps, maybe, if she got a BBL. I'm just putting it out there. I know it's a wild theory. But if she did, though, what I'm trying to say is if she did get a BBL, it's a good one. I think it's great. Okay. The other day I was looking up BBL before and afters. Not for any reason I'm not getting one. I can't afford one. But if I was looking up before and afters, sometimes they all look fine. But sometimes they don't totally look like a butt to me. And Madonna's looked like if you were to draw a cartoon butt. Like if you're really into like fantasy drawing, her butt is like what a cartoon butt looks like. Okay. What I'm trying to say is I think it's good. It's not you lucky. Like it. yeah. It's not you, like you approve of it. Yeah. It's not botched, is what I'm saying. Those things can yeah. get botched. No, it's it's definitely not botched. But she's yeah. she's she's you know, there's been rumors for a few years that she's gotten some kind of butt lift. Some people think like she uses padding. Right. But yeah, she got some ass. I don't know. To me, it's it kind of looked like two hairless turkeys sleeping. Yeah, they did look comfortable. It looks comfortable. Yeah. And you know what? Madonna's an icon. If she yeah. wants to f- fix a flat ass, That's you know, her. I say go for it. And, you know, some people were saying, oh, put it away, grandma, which, first of all, I don't know. But second of all, it's like Madonna. And if she didn't do something that, like, got attention, she wouldn't be Madonna. It would be disappointing. So no. I'm glad she did it. If Madonna walked out there in just like, whatever jeans and a smart blazer and a statement necklace and just was like look oh i'd be offended i'd be so offended i would expect a doctor i'd expect like the medic team to get out there with a stethoscope to like check her and make sure everything was okay i would be concerned yeah and so that was the highlight of the night so that's probably should tell you everything you need to know about the vmas and you know you can end this podcast now and go on with your day because basically That was that was the high that point. Was the Everything moment. else after this, <laughs> there were winners. So the big winners of the night—not that it really means anything anymore—were 
Little Nas X won Video of the Year for Montero. Olivia Rodrigo, she won a few awards. She won Song of the Year. I think she won Best New Person, whatever mm-hmm. they call it, Best New Artist. Justin Bieber won Artist of the Year, and he beat Ariana Grande, Doja Cat, Megan The Stallion, Olivia Rodrigo, and Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. Which, Michael, I don't know how that happened. I mean, but it doesn't mean anything. And yeah, it was random because it's like, it's 2021, not 2012. Like, congrats, congratulations to his publicity team. Obviously, they are very hard workers. And, you know, they do a good job. So I'm happy for them. They obviously find fulfillment in their employment. So that's hard to do. Yeah, they deserve a bonus. Yeah. So another moment or moments people were talking about were was shit between Kourtney Kardashian, Megan Fox, and their men. Mm-hmm. So Kourtney Kardashian, she's dating Travis Barker, not to be confused with Travis Scott. That's the other Kardashian's boyfriend yes. or Jenner. Kyle Travis, Jenner's yeah, boyfriend. Travis Barker, famously the drummer for Blink-182. I, I wasn't sure Blink-182 or like Green Day. I wasn't sure. I don't, what? I don't, <laughs> I, well, I don't fucking know. Oh, you weren't into pop punk in high school? No. You weren't into ball punk in high school? Okay. No, okay. no, no, no. no. <laughs> okay, yeah. And then uh, Megan Fox is with Machine Gun Kelly, mm-hmm. who I thought he was a rapper, but now he's like a rocker. Wasn't he a rapper at some point? Like a white rapper at some point? I think he was like a little bit of both. Like, I'm a little bit country, I'm a little bit rock and roll. But he was like, I'm a little bit rock and roll, I'm a little bit rap. But all douche. He kind of, yeah, he kind of looks like it. First of all, let's get this out of the way. Megan Fox looked hot. Megan Fox looked incredible. She looked so good. We'll say that the wet hair look. Yeah. We need I don't to be love done it. With that. Yeah, we need to be done with that. She did that. She looked hot. She looked like, you know, she just came back from a Fredericks of Hollywood pool party. Because she was wearing, it's like a see-through condom, sparkly condom. Oh my God. It was so, and I use this word in the absolute, with the absolute most respect. She looked so slutty. Oh yeah. In the best way. In the best way. She looked so good. Anyway is the best way. But yeah, she she looked super slutty. She looked hot. Kourtney Kardashian, who cares? I don't even remember what she was wearing. Who cares? Probably something black. Most likely. Oh, yeah. I think it was a black leather corset. And I hate myself for knowing that. (laughs) Snore. (laughs) So they, you know, they each went with their men. And on the red carpet, they were extra. They, like, touched tongues with their men. Megan Fox called Machine Gun Kelly daddy. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, during an interview. I know. Right? Did she call? Was it during an interview? (laughs) I'm pretty sure it was. Yeah. It was it was horny theater. He was like, you're going to be naked tonight. And I was like, whatever you say, daddy, whatever daddy says. Yeah, it it was in public. Let's just say like she called him daddy in public. And so Courtney and Megan were there to introduce um, Machine Gun Kelly. He performed and Travis Barker uh, also performed with Machine Gun Kelly. He played the drums. I guess they have a song together. And so Courtney and Megan, they introduced them and Megan called Machine Gun Kelly and Travis Barker their future baby daddies. 
New York, I need you to get extra loud for our future baby daddies, Machine Gun Kelly and Travis Barker. So that's cringeworthy number one. And also, like, I don't know if you saw these pictures. Okay. Which I hope you do not. If you do, take some antibiotics immediately. But it was like, it was probably like an after party or whatever, but it was, um, you know, Megan Fox it was in a bathroom. Yes. And Megan Fox is making out with Machine Gun Kelly. They might mm-hmm. be in front of a urinal. <laughs> Honestly, then- that's the Best place to take a picture. Good for them. And then Courtney and Travis were right next to them also making out. So they're both making out I in know. the bathroom. And they it, post this picture on Instagram or wherever. They're all parents. I don't know if Machine Gun Kelly has a child. He might. But at least three of the four of them are parents. And I can appreciate parents going out for the night. And getting absolutely sloppy, like getting so sloppy that they're, you know, in the bathroom, like making out in front of a urinal. Like, I appreciate that. I'm not going to do that because oh, I... You are you do that all the time, Allison. I'm bored I, of it. I'm tired of it. I see the pictures. I see the pictures on your Finsta. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but imagine... <laughs> Imagine if all of a sudden I like turned into like horny woman and you're like messaging me being like, are you okay? Like you posted another picture making out in like the Cineplex bathroom. Like whatever, I'm living my best life. Yeah. Well, this is like what I think. So I think like Courtney, you know, she was with Scott Disick. Was she with him through her 20s? Yes, I think that it was like, yeah, her hot years. Her hot years were dedicated. Yeah, and then Megan was with Brian Austin Green, you know, raising kids and stuff through her 20s. Mm -hmm. So now that they're done with that, they're like living their messy 20s. Good for them. Which I get, but, and I get Travis Barker. I get that. But Machine Gun Kelly, like. Oh, see, I'm opposite. I I am like very much like into Machine Gun Kelly and Travis Barker to me. Isn't he no disrespect? He said racist like things not too long ago. What Machine Gun Kelly? Yeah, oh, like shit. at the BET Awards. Look it up at the BET Awards. Yeah, that I believe is such. So. Yeah, I believe such so. <laughs> <A> choice. <laughs> That's not right. <laughs> okay, I take it back. I was going on looks only. I think that Travis Barker is a good guy. Yeah, like Travis Barker. I get. And Machine Gun Kelly, okay, getting on him, fucking him, but then, like, calling him daddy, and I think she's called him called him her twin flame. And I'm like, that is, like, digmatization on another level. Also, twin flame, it's like Megan Fox is one of those elegant, long, like, barbecue lighters, and Machine Gun Kelly is... The like the like ninety nine cent bic lighter that you get at Seven Eleven that like ha- has like a skull on it and it stops working after but two. Not lights. even brand, not even brand name bic. It's like off brand. Yeah, it's called like but, fl- flamey choice. Well, and I think like M- Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly probably think the new Pamela Anderson and Tommy Lee. <gasps> mm-hmm. They totally think that. So mm-hmm. I expect a sex tape soon. They're going to leak a sex tape soon. And do I want to see Megan and Fox ride a scarecrow? Maybe. It, no, yes. I don't. <laughs> no, absolutely, Michael. Don't lie to us, okay? Don't treat us like idiots. Don't lie to us. <laughs> okay, so Doja Cat was mm-hmm. the host. And, mm-hmm. I mean, she was fine. I, they don't really need a host. 
And she really didn't even host, but she wore all these crazy outfits. So she wore like what she called a worm. Yeah. It was more like a quilted worm. It was just like, how do you describe this? It was kind of like, um, it sort of looked like if this is how I would describe it. If I was high, like really high, and I was going through a tunnel at nighttime and the lights were on and I was so high that I was like seeing different colors, like let's say I was like high on acid but you're going through the tunnel and then like that tunnel like dips a little bit like it goes down that's what her she looked like to me oh she looked like like her face she looked was like the, the tunnel yes and then like the okay. costume outside of it was the um tunnel passing you by and she wore an, another outfit which I kind of like she wore like a chair on her head I it was that. like you know one of those bistro chairs I think it was red on her yep. head a lot of jokes on the internet about that were that she looked like she was like in an improv um, class. Oh, yes. She's... And I was like, honestly, yes. And it's great. I love it. It's so stupid. That hat was so stupid. I loved it. it but even that couldn't save the show. Because overall, no. like, you, you know, you said earlier that you watch awards shows like clips on Twitter. And that's, yes. I feel like that's how most people, especially like the kids that's how they take in award shows. Because I do feel like yeah. award shows are almost a dying breed. I think so, too. Yeah, well, because here's the thing. To me, it used to be event television, right? Like, when I was in high school, maybe it was the same for you. It would be like the MTV VMAs would be on Monday, Sunday night or whatever. And for us, it was on Much Music. But we got the VMAs. And everybody watched it. Like, Sunday night at 8 o'clock, nobody was out. Yes. Nobody was hanging out. Everyone was at home in their living rooms watching the VMAs. And then Monday morning, we all went to school and we're like, oh my god, Britney mm -hmm. Spears had a snake. Like, you were talking mm -hmm. about it. But now, I think to myself, okay, if I was like 20 years old and in college, would I have cable? Like, would I be sitting in my dorm room watching MTV? No, I'd probably be like trying to find a link to f watch it online and then be like okay well i can't do this so i'm just gonna like see if anyone's posting clips on twitter well i don't even think kids like look for links i think they just wait for the clips like the best moments or the messiest moments or whatever to right. pop up on tiktok and twitter mm -hmm. i don't think they they're not watching care. yeah they're not they're smart they're not stupid like me who sits there and watches all <laughs> six six hours of it for what <laughs> Or at least they've evolved. You're you're like you're like their dare program, by the way. Where you're like, don't be like me. Don't spend six hours trying to watch this awards no. show. Yeah, yeah. Learn from my mistakes. But mm -hmm. and but and a lot of like Gen Xers and millennials, you know, make jokes about how they don't know who anyone is at the mm -hmm. VMAs anymore. I mean, I knew who most people were because that's my job. And there was yeah. like. You know, there was Cindy Lauper was there, Madonna was there, Foo mm -hmm. Fighters were there, uh, J Lo was there, Avril Lavigne, which I was like Avril Lavigne, but Avril Lavigne sure. was there. <laughs> I'm like her car showed up. That's great. And then there are a bunch of people like, there. You know, none of us know. But mm -hmm. that I think that isn't the issue. The issue is like the performances, like you said, it was like event television, and the performances were like you would talk about it. Mm -hmm. the next day and now they're kind of boring yeah like do you remember i mean i'm gonna say do you remember but it's like i know you remember when M madonna performed vogue oh yeah I, and it's I mean, like but that was like i remember like i didn't even watch that at the time because i like i think i might have been i might have been too young but no i just did i didn't watch it at the time but i remember like that was like 
iconic. Like they showed yes. clips of that for decades after. Yes. And it's like, are they going to show clips of, you know, uh, Justin Bieber's performance for no. decades after? Like, no, they're not. Nobody's ever going to watch it again. Yeah, that Madonna Vogue performance, like we would record it on VHS. Yeah. <laughs> and yes. then like rewatch it. We had to put in the work to, yeah. to remember that moment. And then you choreographed it later. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. We Mm -hmm. recreated it in the garage using bed sheets. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I will say that Normani, she performed. She was hot. She paid tribute to Janet Jackson. Like she gave Tiana Taylor a lap dance on the cross. So Mm -hmm. that was hot. That's what I want to see. So let's move on to the other big event of the week, the Met Gala. It didn't happen last year. No, sorry, the Met Gala happened the very next night because we couldn't have, you know, 24 hours in between um, celebrity, like, awards celebrations. Yeah, the scheduling. It was crammed. It was a mess. But yeah, so it was on the very next night after the VMAs. Mm -hmm. And every attendee had to be vaccinated. That's, Mm -hmm. you had to be vaccinated to get in. And Nicki Minaj was rumored to be a guest, but right before the Met Gala started, she tweeted that she isn't going because she's not vaccinated and she doesn't want to get vaccinated until she reads more (laughs) information about it. She also said that she had COVID and that the symptoms she had were the same as symptoms that unvaccinated people I mean, sorry, vaccinated people who got COVID had. So she's mm-hmm. trying to say, like, the vaccine doesn't do anything, I guess. Which, that's what she's trying I to think say. She, I think she was saying, like, it, it's not even a big deal if you get it. Yeah, like, it doesn't do anything. I think that's what she's trying to say. Mm-hmm. And she said that if she gets vaccinated, it won't be at the Met Gala. And then she tweeted something that got a lot of attention. I mean, I'm just, let me read it. Mm-hmm. Okay. My my um, cousin's friend. <laughs> right away. Right away. Right away. My cousin's friend. Yeah, you know, her, uh, my, my cousin's friend in Trinidad won't get the vaccine because his friend got it. Oh, sorry. Sorry. I read it wrong. My cousin in Trinidad won't get the vaccine because his friend got it and became impotent. His testicles became swollen. His friend was weeks away from getting married. Now the girl called off the wedding. So just pray on it and make sure you're comfortable with your decision, not bullied. I mean, that's so legit. My cousins, friends, hairdressers, aunties, grandmas, cousins, sons, gardeners. In Trinidad. So you can't can't call him. Like, you can't verify this information. He lives in a different country. I think she later tweeted. I was when I was going through yeah. her tweets today that her cousin's friend contacted her. <laughs> yes, I saw and he's that. probably like, "Hello, I am also a prince from Nigeria, <laughs> and I and I need ten million dollars to fix my swollen nuts. <laughs> my nuts are very big on account of the COVID vaccine. Yeah. And we we know why those nuts were swollen. Syphilis, right? Yes, and that's why the <laughs> like, fiance left him when when she was like. When, <laughs> This was just such a like, I was like, obviously, everybody loved that tweet. Like, I love that tweet a lot. But when she was saying like, my cousin's You friend, love misinformation, Allison. I love fake news. <laughs> Hashtag fake news is my real news. No, I loved it when she's like, my cousin's friend, uh, like his dick couldn't get hard anymore. His balls were swollen. I'm like, 
oh, so he's been fucking around then is what you're saying. Like, he didn't, it's not the vaccine's part. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So there, that, there was that. Um, but the Met Gala happened without Nikki, believe it or not. And the theme was, in America, a lexicon of fashion. So basically American fashion. There was a live stream that Vogue hosts. Mm-hmm. And it's how a lot of people, like, see the famous people showing up. Like, that's right. how I watched it. Mm-hmm. And it was hosted by Kiki Palmer and Alana Glazer. And mm-hmm. they interviewed the guests. And let me just say it was so badly produced. Okay, how? Describe it. Kiki Palmer was at the top of the steps. Okay. Alana Glazer was, I think she was like where where everyone's waiting to go to. They all have to like wait in this long line to right. pose on the steps because they don't want them all. They want them to take turns, you know, to pose for the photographers. Right. Everyone gets their chance. And it's like, I don't expect like Kiki and Alana to know who everybody is. Mm-hmm. But I would like expect Vogue to have a producer to tell them, oh, you know, Alana, this is so and so. You know, as that person comes up. Kind of like on, what's it called? Like a step and turn or a turn and step or whatever those things are called, like at movie premieres. Step and repeat. Step and repeat. That's exactly it. Step and turn. I think that's a song from Mary Poppins. So they, there's like a producer or an assistant that will stand by with a whiteboard and it says like Bradley Cooper so that all the photographers know, I'm taking a picture of Bradley Cooper. They should have done the same thing for Alana and Kiki. Yeah. So like Issa Gonzalez, I know who she is. I would. I would know who she is if she came right. up to me. I don't expect them to, but like, Issa <laughs> Gonzalez come up, came up to Alana, and Alana's like, what's your name? And she's like, Issa. Oh what's your God. last name? <laughs> Gonzalez. I, okay, first of all, Alana Glazer is great. She's excellent. So, like, we're not being shady to her. For no, sure. it's not her but, fault. But, it's like, she Vogue's needs, fault. Yeah, she needs help. Like, obviously, like, she had, Alana Glazer just had a baby. She can't remember everything. And it would help if, like, there are some people, like, for example, like, you know, Aiza Gonzalez, but, like, there would be some people that I would see on the red carpet and I would just be like, I am sorry, I've never seen your face before. Like, are you someone's assistant or, like, what's going on here? Do you work for Vogue? Yeah, they, yeah, they needed someone to whisper in their ear. That's Aiza Gonzalez. And another thing, so the theme, every year nobody wears the theme, right? Like, a small percentage actually dresses as the thing. And every single guest, like Kiki and Alana, would ask, like, you know, who who put together your outfits mm-hmm. and how does it tie into the thing? Yeah, they're like, and, what, what means America to you about this? Well, how does this, yeah, how does this outfit represent American fashion? And the reaches, it would, <laughs> they would... Be like, well, it's red, and um, the American flag has red in it. This is like Drop Dead Gorgeous. <laughs> or you know what the theme should have been? You would have think the theme was um, Hollywood glamour, because everybody was like, well, you know, I was going for old Hollywood glamour look, and that's kind of American. <laughs> oh, you know what? That's another phrase to me that needs to be retired, because it's like everything is old Hollywood glamour. A dress is old Hollywood glamour. A tuxedo is old Hollywood glamour. Yes. Waves in your hair. It's old Hollywood glamour. Yeah, Marcel Wave. Oh, this is old Hollywood glamour to me. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I enjoyed that. But during the live stream, so Kiki and Alana kept talking about they can't wait for Rihanna to show up. They're like, I can't. Like, she's the queen of the Met. 
can't wait for it. And she didn't go the last time. She didn't go in um, 2019. So the last time she went was 2018. And, you know, and there was, they don't really, they don't release the guest list. So you don't really know who's going to show up. It's all just rumored. But Kiki and Alana kept talking about it. So I'm like, she's probably going to show up because they probably know who's going to show up. Right. So the live stream ended and there was no Rihanna. And so I like changed the channel and I was like, or not change the channel, but change the live stream. Yeah. And I was like, okay, Rihanna's going to show up. But she showed up. She showed yeah. up, I think, when the carpet was already closed. They're like, ro- they've got like two people on either end of the carpet, like rolling it up. And like all of a sudden her car pr- pulls up to the outside, <laughs> to the bushes. She steps out. She's like, hold that carpet. And so she showed up with her boyfriend, Aesop Rocky. And mm-hmm. Allison, how would you describe her look? And how does it tie into... American fashion. Okay. I would describe her look as I, and this is going to sound really disrespectful, so I apologize. It looks like, I think I might have said this on the website, I can't remember, but it looks like she went into Winners, or for the Americans listening, that would be like your Burlington Coat Factories or your Ross Dress for Less, and picked out like the fluffiest winter coat, like the like the stuffed nylon coat for like $69.99, and put it on but then take took it to a designer and was like can you add a skirt onto the bottom of this because i don't want my legs showing either and there was a skirt yes so the top of it was like a coat and it went down into like a mermaid gown and okay and then she had on a beanie yes a, a winter beanie but all the pictures were from the waist up so it literally looked like just a woman being like i've got to go get the mail i've got to run out and get the mail that's what it looked like to me and then she had like a bedazzled face. And then ASAP Rocky had like a quill and then a tuxedo on it. And to me, it looked like they were at home hanging out mm-hmm. and she was looking at Twitter. And Twitter, I mean, she was trending because everybody was asking, where is Rihanna? And mm-hmm. so she's like, you know what? I you know, I have Fine. to give the people what they want. So she just grabbed a duvet cover off her bed, threw it on. There you go. And he and grabbed she- the quill and they called it yeah. good. Yeah, and he like just had the quilt on. She's like, you should probably put a suit on underneath it just in case. Yeah, and I'm going to put on a skirt. Oh, yeah, under- just, in, just in case. It'll take us an extra two seconds, but it'll save us some embarrassment. Just put something on underneath. Okay, how does it tie into American fashion? Oh, God, Michael, when you set up that question, I was like, I, I know you I totally avoided I it. <laughs> over this because I truly, even in my like wildest, stupidest like hour, I cannot, I cannot make a connection to American fashion. Maybe it's like American fashion to me is like casual, going to the mall, um, getting a Starbucks, I guess. I'm like sounding like somebody who's like just heard of America. It's like blue jeans, American flag, Tom Cruise. But I guess that's it. Like it's sportswear kind of. And, like, I guess with, like, um, ASAP Rocky, it's, like, I thought of that Winona Ryder movie, How to Make an American Quilt. Okay, yeah, that that would be a good one, yeah. yeah. But that's it. How yeah, how would it. you say it relates to America? Oh, oh God. That'd Wait, be... okay. I have another one. Maybe the inside of her coat was not stuffed with down feathers, but bald eagle feathers. Okay, yeah, let's go with that. that okay. That's a good one. Well, is that an endangered species? <laughs> Uh, no, the eagle gave its feathers okay, to Rihanna gave- for the sake of fashion. <laughs> In the name of American fashion. The me- okay, that so- meant that much to the eagle. 
<laughs> okay, so some people, they took the theme and they kind of made it political. Right. Like Cara um, Delavigne. Delavigne. <laughs> Del- oh, my God. I used to know how to say this. It's Delavigne. Delavigne? Oh, my God. Yeah. Why am I making it more difficult than what it is? Okay, Cara Delavigne. really fancy. She wore some kind of like white bulletproof vest thing made by Dior. Mm-hmm. And the words peg the patriarchy were on the front of it in red. Mm-hmm. Um, she didn't mean peg Bundy. So, uh, she Pegging, if you don't know what it means, it means when a woman puts on a strap on and butt fucks a guy. Mm-hmm. So she was making a statement. Turns out that a queer art, uh, artist of color named Luna uh, Matatas, she actually came up with that phrase and trademarked it and Kara and Dior didn't give her credit. I think she's from I think she's Canadian as well, is she not? I mean, I'm just throwing that out there because I'm desperate. Yeah, I don't know. And I'll take anything. But yeah, the point here is that she's already trademarked that. That's a thing. She owns that. Yeah, and Kara didn't give her credit, so that was a mess. And um Congresswoman Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez, Cortez she wore a white dress by Brother Vallis, and behind it, it had Tax the Rich scrawled on the back of it. And some loved it since they thought, you know, she's going to this event where all these rich people are and she's telling them to pay their taxes, that mm-hmm. they should pay taxes. And others thought it was tone deaf because it costs like $30,000 a plate to go mm-hmm. to the Met Gala. Not everyone pays, but someone has to pay for them. Like if you're, a lot of times like a, a fashion house will buy a table mm-hmm. and then invite people and they don't have to pay, but somebody has to pay. So some people thought it was tone deaf because it's like she's at an event where it's cost $30,000 a plate. Mm-hmm. And yeah. It is, it is an event of the wealthy for sure. So whose outfits did you like and whose did you not? Um, I loved Yara Shahidi from the TV show Blackish, but then also Grownish. Um, I thought that her outfit was beautiful. It was like a silver dress and she had silver gloves on, and I thought that she looked so pretty. Um, and then I also liked I liked Debbie Harry because to me she felt like the most like of the um of the theme even though it was kind of obvious. Like she had like a red and white striped skirt and a jean jacket, like a blue jean jacket. Yeah, it was Zach um, Posen. It was obvious, but I think it need, there needed to be someone who did something obvious. Someone needed to be like stars and stripes, blue satin, silver stars, the rocket's red glare, like bombs bursting in the air. <laughs> like somebody, I was hoping to see someone come out in like America. You know, like Uncle Sam. Statue of Liberty. Statue of Liberty. Like, I was hoping for that and it never happened. And I was like, what a bummer. Because like everyone to me, it feels like there's always someone at the Met Gala who's like, I'm going to go, I'm going to be really like campy and I'm going to be really like fun with this. It's always like, you know, Katy Perry tries really hard to be campy at this thing. So there was not like a Katy Perry moment where somebody went like full blown, you know, American flag fireworks hot dogs with it. And that was a bummer. I wanted to see that. Now, who did you like, though? 
Um, I liked Debbie Harry and yeah. I liked La Pizza Niango. She okay. wore like a denim dress by Versace. Mm-hmm. And her hair was based on a piece by a black artist from Brooklyn named Lorna Simpson. So she killed the theme and looked hot. But she always kind of sticks with the theme and looks hot. And I liked Kim Kardashian because she had her face covered. She never has never looked better. She should keep <laughs> that look. Okay, let's talk about Britney, bitch. Yes. Speaking of Americana and denim and American flags and Miss American Dreams since I was 17. Yeah, she's engaged. So she's been with her boyfriend, Sam Asghari. He's like a fitness influencer model. Mm-hmm. For almost five years, they met on the set of her video slumber party. He was the video ho in that mm-hmm. video. Um, they got engaged on Sunday. They both, um, she posted videos of the ring. He posted a picture of the ring. Brittany has been married twice before uh, to her childhood sweetheart. Was he her childhood sweetheart? Yeah, I think they went to high school together. Yeah, childhood sweetheart. Jason Alexander, not that Jason Alexander. (laughs) They're married for 55 hours, a whopping 55 hours. That got annulled. Then, of course, she was married to K-Fed. They have two kids together. So this is her will. If her and Sam make it down the aisle, this will be her third marriage yeah do you think they're gonna do you think they're gonna make it well Brittany, as we know is under a conservatorship and she like when she you know was in court she was saying she wanted to get out of the conservatorship and get married and have another child Mm -hmm. because she can't without permission so i think i think they're gonna get married i think Yeah, like, I want them to, and I'm so scared that, like, someone's going to try to step in and ruin this wedding. And, of course, I'm talking about, like, Britney's dad, Jamie Spears. Like, I'm scared that he's going to sabotage it in some way. But I hope they get married, because I know that Britney does want to have another baby, and I think Sam seems okay. One thing I will say about Sam. Okay, tell me about You know I always have to be bitter, bitch. (laughs) So the whole rollout of this engagement. So, first of all, it's like maybe a couple weeks ago, he was, uh, the paparazzi caught him, air quotes, shopping for diamond rings. So the engagement rumors were planted. And then a day before, uh, maybe two days before they announced their engagement, he Mm -hmm. like posted a ring on his Instagram stories. And it was a, like a di- it was obviously an engagement ring and it had the word lioness engraved in it. And that's his nickname for Brittany. And he deleted the office Instagram and said he was hacked, which he was not because that ended up being the ring that he proposed to her with. And then like a quick second after they both posted about their engagement on Instagram, the uh, maker of the ring let me see, I've ever written down here somewhere. Di- Di- Forever Diamonds New York. They uh-huh. post a picture of the ring, videos of the ring, and they said, link in bio about every detail oh my about God, the that's, ring. Okay, that's shameless. <laughs> Apparently, they're getting a lot of requests for the ring. And it's a, it's a pretty basic ring, right? Yeah, I assume that he just like went to, uh, you know, Jared. Zale, Jared. Zales, yeah. And was just like, here's my budget. My name is Sam. I am a video guy. And I can afford this ring. That's what I thought happened. I didn't realize he got it like designed. 
Well, everyone was saying like Britney paid for it, but I don't think she paid for it. I think promo paid for it. In that case, then, okay, that I, that doesn't bother me so much. It would bother me more if Britney paid for her ring. Like if the options are, because Britney's obviously a queen who deserves a beautiful diamond. If the options were Britney pays for her own ring or Sam allows the, the diamond store to like be like Lincoln bio, I'd be like, you know what? Lincoln bio is much better than Britney paying for her own ring. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> like that's called your choice using, is great. <laughs> yeah, that's called using what you got, I guess. But it yeah. is it was really shameless. And now this, you know, whoever made the ring, Diamonds Forever New York, they they might make like a replica and like put it in their store. So they're probably either you can probably soon buy a CZ version. Okay. Of, of Britney's ring as well. <laughs> What's that website again? <laughs> How much do CZs usually go for? <laughs> And so on Britney's engagement post on Instagram, Octavia Spencer commented on how Britney needs to get a prenup. Like, I don't, I don't even know if she said congratulations. No, I think she literally was like, do not forget to get a prenup. She was the voice of reason. And Sam, he obviously has been following this because he heard what Octavia Spencer said. And he did an Instagram story joking that he's going to get a prenup to protect his sneaker collection. And then TMZ said that Britney's team is already working on a prenup. She's reportedly worth like $60 million. Yeah, and Sam is worth a sneaker collection. (laughs) I mean, I think, you know what, I think that Sam, I don't think that Sam is like trying to um, like... I don't think that he's trying to argue her out of a prenup because I feel like the only thing worse than uh, being K-fed would be like Sam, the scheming husband who talked Brittany out of a prenup. Well, I think even I think K-fed's had a prenup. I think so. But I mean, like K-fed is kind of like he was like a bit of a. He was, I don't know, a scrub, I guess, would be the best word. Yeah. 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 What I'm trying to say is, like, in the pantheon of Britney's husbands, I think that Sam doesn't want to be the worst husband. Not that K-Fed's the worst husband. I mean, he's proven himself to be, like, an okay (laughs) father. (laughs) You're, you're like, talking. (laughs) I feel bad all of a sudden. I'm like, I'm sorry, K-Fed. Tried to he tried to make it work with that single like he's he does have some motivation for her wedding dress. What I'm hoping for her is that she mm-hmm. takes back the all denim moment she did with Justin Timberlake mm-hmm. and has them you know wears an all denim wedding dress and then Sam can wear an all denim tuxedo. That that would have been a great outfit to the um, Met Gala. You know what? Next year the Met Gala's theme should be Britney's wedding, a celebration of love. Yes. Allison and I are now going to talk about a few little stories. And Allison, you're going to get things started with baby news since everybody's got a case of the babies. Exactly. Lots of people are procreating. It's procreation nation. Yeah, they're barebacking during quarantine. I mean, what else have you got to do really, right? You're watching links to MTV VMAs or you're barebacking or you're sitting on your couch eating, you know, your eighth bag of Doritos of the week. Guess which one I've been doing. Anyways, so starting off, so because we've been gone for three weeks, 
um, we have yet to cover, like, I would argue this is probably the biggest baby news of the past little while. So John Mulaney, as we probably all remember, um, he spent some time in rehab because he had problems with alcohol and cocaine. And that's fine. He obviously, you know, addiction is a journey and his journey has taken him to rehab a couple times. But when he left rehab, he decided he didn't want to be married to his wife of seven years anymore, Anna Marie Tendler. And in uh, February of this year, uh, Anna Marie announced that John Mulaney didn't want to be married to her and they were getting a divorce. And then a couple weeks ago, Olivia Munn was seen um, with what I would say looked like a baby in her body. And John Mulaney confirmed uh, during an appearance on Seth Meyers that, yes, him and Olivia Munn are having a baby after dating for a little while, which, of course, has gone over really well on the internet. Uh, John Mulaney fans, apparently not crazy about this news. Um, And then also having a baby is Jennifer... Lawrence. I almost said Jennifer Lopez. And honestly, now that I've put that energy out there, Jennifer Lawrence, not Jennifer Lopez. So she's been married to her husband for two years. Cook Maroney, a name that I, I love it. Um, So her and Cook Maroney have been married. And she also um had a moment where she was seen walking around with like kind of a baby looking stomach. And her uh, representative confirmed Yes, she's expecting their first baby. They don't have a baby together and neither of them has had a baby before. So this is their first baby. Um, But moving on to second babies. So Kylie Jenner, it was, okay, this is like a fun one to set up for me because Kylie Jenner was rumored to be pregnant and it kind of started on TikTok. And this one TikTok user was like, she had broken down like pictures of Kylie's nails being like, Kylie does her nails like this when she's pregnant and she's obviously been banking pictures of her body and her nails because like on this day her nails look like this and on this day her nails look like this and like when she gets French tips that means that she's pregnant or whatever um and then of course sources started coming up being like yes Kylie Jenner's pregnant with her second baby and then finally Kylie Jenner released a video on Instagram um it was kind of like a sort of like a kind of like an end of year holiday video is how I would sort of describe it. It felt very like our look at our year, but it was, it's her and Travis Scott confirming that yes, she's pregnant with another kid. So she already has a three-year-old named Stormy, as we all know. So Jennifer Lawrence, Olivia Munn, Kylie Jenner, all the babies and Jennifer Lawrence. Great. Kylie Jenner. Who cares? Olivia Munn is the one that we all care about because that is. Yep. That was conceived in a scandalous. It was. Because, and it, yeah, because the timeline. So like you said, like he got he got out of rehab. Um, and then so in October, John Mulaney says, yeah, yeah, John Mulaney says he got out of rehab in October. Then after he got out of rehab, he moved out of the house he shares with his wife, meaning they mm-hmm. broke up. And then in the spring, he met a lovely woman named Olivia Munn. First of all, they didn't meet in the spring. They've met many times before. Yeah, they met at a wedding like years ago. Yeah, and then they met at, I think, another event. And Mm -hmm. then um, Anna Marie didn't announce that they were getting a divorce until February of 2021. So the timeline is all screwed up. And Olivia Munn, yeah, she's... 
if they got together in the spring, then as soon as they kissed, the sperm jumped out of him and into her. Like as yes. soon as they first met. met. Yeah, like... I am not an OBGYN. I am not a midwife. I cannot date anyone's pregnancy. But the pictures of Olivia Munn, I was looking at it being like, she needs to get off her feet. She is very pregnant. What is she doing running errands? Well, um, those pictures are like taken yeah, in a parking lot, which she called the paps. <laughs> oh, yes. It is like, okay, it's like a parking garage at like a Target, like one of those like mall kind of things where there's like a Target and an Ulta and a grocery store and it's in the like the basement parking garage where paparazzi are not hanging out but congrats to them so congrats to them yes variety they reported some news this week that honestly made my six-year-old gay little self scream because i love she-ra and yes. they said that amazon is working on a live action she-ra series now netflix has that um she that Shira series, the Shira cartoon, nothing yeah, the, to do with that. It's totally different Shira series, mm-hmm. and it's live action. There's no details about it yet. They said it's very early. So, Allison, who would you cast as Shira? Oh my god! Well, I mean, it's obviously has to be somebody who can wear a white turtleneck and a red vest and underwear, because that's what Shira in her like human form wears. Um, so it has to be someone who looks good like that. Shira to me is like not that young. Like Shira's a woman. Um, so I feel like to me, Shira should be Shira could be Margot Robbie if she wanted to do television. But in my heart of hearts, I feel like Shira should be Angelina Jolie. But I know that Angelina Jolie is like too old for this and would never do television. Yet. She, yeah, you're right. I she, mean, yeah, you, she ne- might. you never know. Yeah, you never know. And I like, I need, okay, I need a lot of time to think about this, honestly, okay. because I need to think about this thoroughly. And I could probably cast the whole thing in my head, but we'll do that on our Patreon, casting She-Ra, the live action series. <laughs> but off the top of my head, yes. so I would say for She-Ra, I would say either Sophie Turner Oh, you know, that's a great choice. Or Gemma Chan. But Gemma okay. Chan, she has Marvel money. Okay, yeah. she does she does she probably she does probably not need this. Okay, Chrissy Teigen, remember her? She mm-hmm. got air canceled, air quotes. Uh, but she's still posting and she recently posted about how she got fat removed from her cheeks, the cheeks on her face. And it's called a buccal, buccal, B-U-C-C-L, <gasps> fat removal. Okay, yes. Joan Crawford got this. Oh, she did? It's what, How is, do you pronounce that? Buckle? The bu- buckle. So this is okay. like an old Hollywood glamour situation. But yeah, like they used to get like fat removed from the back. But then also I think Joan Crawford's buckle surgery involved removing teeth. Okay, yeah. I don't know if Chrissy Teigen got teeth removed, but she got fat removed from her cheeks. So what they do is they like... They cut on the inside of your cheek and uh-huh. then they kind of like put pressure on the cheek so the fat comes out and then they Ooh. cut out the fat. That sounds gross. So, yeah, it's it's nasty. So she got that done. Why? My question is, though, like, why would she get it done? Like, I don't I think that of all the things like that I think of when I look at Chrissy Teigen, very far down the list is she eats the fat 
uh, compressed out of her cheeks. I feel like that's like Chrissy Teigen got the surgery to take the fat out of her cheeks. But I think what she should have done is gone to her surgeon and been like, okay, scrap this. Can you do some kind of surgery that keeps my iPhone out of my hands? I should not be on it. And or at the very least, can you do something with my fingertips so that I don't open social media, Twitter and Instagram in particular? Yeah, that would be a good idea. But Madonna is probably going to slide into her DMs and wonder, like, <laughs> ask her for that cheek fat. So she what are you going to do with that ass. fat? <laughs> yeah. Do, do you still have it? How much not, fat do you So, have? yeah, I can put it in my ass. How much fat you got? And Allison, you love Taco Bell, as we know. Oh, yes. So this last one is for you. Um, everybody has a subscription service nowadays, and now Taco Bell is testing one out in the Tucson, Arizona area. So it's called the Taco Lover's Pass. It costs five dollars. <laughs> I know that sounds that sounds that's romantic. Oh, it sounded dirty to me, which is romantic. <laughs> yeah. So it costs five dollars to ten dollars a month, depending on where you live. Mm-hmm. And if you get it, then you can get any taco you want a day. And their tacos cost around, depending on the taco, two dollars fifty cents. So it's a deal. It's a deal, but you have to live in Arizona. Well, they're just testing it there. I mean, if it's a hit, it'll come to Toronto. Maybe if Arizona better not fuck this up. I no, swear to God, buy it. <laughs> they'll, they'll... You would seriously get this. Oh, 100 percent. So when you said everyone has a subscription service, I don't subscribe to anything. Right. Like nobody has my credit card. I would gladly hand over like my credit card, my driver's license, my passport, everything for this, if I could get a taco a day, the only thing I would feel bad about is someone has to deliver that taco. And so I'm going to see the same person every single day. And do you have to tip on that taco? Do I got to leave oh, yeah. a taco it's, it's tip? Starting, it's starting to get high. It's starting to get expensive. It's getting expensive. And it's like, and one taco? Come on, please. I'm not going to get one taco a day. No. And not only that, but like $10 a month. But how much do you have to pay to repair your toilet? Like Taco Bell is testing out that taco a day subscription service, we're testing out a few new third segments that may or may not work, but we're going to try it. And so this first one is called Top 3, and it involves us doing what we do best. Talk about ourselves. (laughs) For a second, I was like, what do we do best? (laughs) Don't put me on the spot like that. <laughs> so so basically we're going to say like our top three of something right mm-hmm. so this top three mixes nostalgia and shopping because we talked about the met gala i mean it's a reach but yeah but so so were some of those fashions at the met yeah. gala though so yeah. and we're getting our cardio in with that reach mm-hmm. but um so we're going to give our top three mall stores growing up like what was our favorite mall stores Mm-hmm. as kids um, so you go first Allison. what's your number three okay so my number three is this is very um regional specific but when i say it okay when i say it americans are going to be like okay canadians are going to be like yes bitch so my number three was a store called northern getaway and 
Northern Getaway was a store that I feel like it was supposed to be, if I had to guess who their like spiritual inspirations were, it was kind of like maybe L.L. Bean, but also kind of this like- was clothing? It was clothing, yes. Okay. Is it and still so, exists? Oh no, it went out of business okay. decades ago. Okay. So, but like Northern Getaway to like describe the vibe to you is like, it was lots of like matching separates it was the 90s, so obviously all the colors were like maroon, forest green, navy blue, um, eggplant purple, all that. And it would be like, for example, like my favorite outfit from Northern Getaway was a pair of forest green leggings, a forest green turtleneck, and then this like red and green and navy like knit sweater that was supposed to look plaid. And the sweater was kind of long, like so it was like a little bit oversized. And I thought I looked so grown up in it, even though like I look back at pictures of myself and I was like, that is a 10 year old. But it was also one of those weird kind of mall stores because it was like a little bit preppy. And I didn't obviously know what my style was when I was like 13, but apparently I thought it was turtlenecks and sweaters. Um, But that was like everything. Like that was like the store. It was only kids stuff too. Well, if if the Met Gala ever does um, in Canada a exicon, <laughs> eh, an exicon of fashion, you can wear that. I absolutely will. Yes. I will. Okay, so what is or your send it to Rihanna to wear? She would. She would look so much better in it. Mine is my number three. It still exists. Brookstone. Okay. Um, I loved Brookstone as a kid. I still love Brookstone. Everything's overpriced. Everything is useless. But my my favorite thing was the massage chair. And that was everybody's favorite thing. Like, grandmas, I swear, would li- live in that chair. And I would stand there and wait. And I'm surprised, <laughs> like, none of them slapped me with their chancla. Because I would sit there and I would wait for them to finish. And they would be like... Mm, <laughs> Were you no. just, like, staring at them? Yeah, get a granola bar because it's going to be a while. But, yeah, Brookstone, I, I don't... I think I have bought things there as an have adult. You- did you ever buy one of the massage chairs? Hell no. That shit was like three thousand dollars. That's a, no. that's a lot. Why would of I money? buy one when I can go use it at the mall for free? But yeah, Brookstone. What's your um number two? Okay, so my number two is the Gap, and I know that that is like the most boring that's choice. Basic as hell. It is <laughs> the most. Ba- but here's here's what you need to understand: the Gap meant something different in canada when i was growing up so there was like obviously i feel like the gap is like so american and so as a kid to me the gap was like american young adult cool stylish also like i didn't grow up with a ton of money so the gap was like the most expensive store to me like oh yeah you fancy oh the gap was like uh gucci like it yeah. was like the most expensive thing the jeans i was like i'm never gonna be able to afford a pair of these everything i bought in there was on sale and it was just very like as a teen, I thought like this is what this is what college students wear. Like this is what like American college students wear as they wear the Gap, and like this is extremely stylish. And then like I ended up working at the Gap, and you know when they say like don't you don't want to know how the sausage is made or like don't meet your heroes. It's it was both of those for me. But as a kid, I was obsessed. So what is your number two? My number two is Spencer Gifts, something that mm. still exists today. Um, I think it might be classier now. 
No, it's not. I had a friend who it's worked still there. Trash. It's not a class it's, still trash. it's yeah. like if a frat bro's fart was a store. And, you know, mm-hmm. there was like t-shirts that would say like, I'm not the one who farted. Yeah, shit. Yeah, stupid, like, sh- <laughs> stupid shit. My- and I think there was like <laughs> perfume that smelled like farts. But yes. I don't think I ever bought any. I mean, I never had any money. So I don't think I ever bought anything there. But I would go and play with everything. Especially they had that like globe. I don't know what is that's called. It's like the globe and it's electric and you touch it. You put your hand on it. Mm-hmm. Lightning fucks your hand. Do you know what I'm talking yeah. about? And then your hair stands up. Oh, no, that's something different. No, no, no. I know, no, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it like follows your hand around. Yeah, I loved that. So what's your number one? Okay, so my number one store is, it's a store called Le Chateau. Again, this is regional. Oh, yeah, regional. yeah, yeah. Had, you know yeah. Le Chateau? Yeah, we had one in New York. That okay. shit was fancy as fuck. Okay, it was not really fancy when I was growing up. Well, it wasn't the fancy, pri- but to me. The, no, the, the prices were objectively, like if I look back, Le Chateau was cheap. But at the time when I was like 14 and 15 and like I only had like $20 that I'd saved up over like a year, um, I could like go into Le Chateau and like buy cute headbands or like I remember the thing that I just absolutely coveted was like this blue t-shirt dress that I got from Le Chateau and I was convinced that I looked like somebody from the TGIF uh, Friday night lineup like I thought I looked so good in it even though it was probably just like this cheap shitty polyester dress but like Le Chateau is it you could be anything that you wanted at Le Chateau you could be like a sexy businesswoman you could be like a slutty club kid all of this was an absolute fantasy to me as a kid and that doesn't exist it doesn't exist anymore it still kind of exists but it's like different it's kind of it went the same way that like a lot of mall stores went which was just like oh, we sell everything now because you can buy everything online. It was definitely like cuter. In the 90s, it was like it. That was like the queen of them all was Le Chateau. Okay, so what is your number one? I'm very interested to know what your favorite mall store was. Okay, my number one, I think, is a little local. (laughs) It does not (laughs) exist anymore. It hasn't existed in a while. It's this store called Oak Tree. And it was a men's clothing store. It... I believe the one I went to was in the Pointe Hills Mall, but it may have been in the Brea Mall, which is the fancier mall near my house growing up. And to me, it was like the Chanel. Uh, You know, when I was 12 years old, it was like the Chanel. It was not expensive, but to me back then when I didn't have any money, it was very expensive. And it was, it was like I would just go in there and like look at the clothes as men's clothes and I save my money to buy this like burlap it was kind of ugly burlap vest that was on sale and I wore all the time I felt like when I was buying it with cash I thought I was like Julie Roberts and Pretty Woman I really did <laughs> you're like, like I, and I think like, like right after I bought it I like took several walks around the mall with the bag in hand oh my god did you save the bag Oh, yes. I, yeah, that, I would always save bags. Yeah, okay, I, me too. I saved every Gap bag I ever had. Okay, so you had like Oak Tree. But I have to ask, was there like an Oak Tree in the middle of the store? No. Sad. Maybe oh. there was. I don't remember. Maybe there was like a um, janky one. Okay. Like a, they, yeah. Maybe they were too classy for such a theme. Yeah. So that that's that's my number one. And hopefully it'll make a comeback one day. But um, okay, so that's top three mm-hmm. and that is the end of our show if you have any questions for us comments 
whatever, email us at DTP at DLISA.com, DTP at DLISA.com. So we'll be back next week. Bye. Bye. (laughs) 